Tell me who hath believed, hath believed our report, and to whom is it revealed, the mighty arm of the Lord. Hello, I'm Kathy Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. One day, Smith Wigglesworth had been visiting the sick and was with a friend of his, an architect, when he saw a young man from his office coming down the road in a car and holding in his hand a telegram. It contained a very urgent request that they go immediately to pray for a man who was dying. Smith and his friend went off in an automobile as fast as possible and in about an hour and a half reached a large house in the country where the man who was dying resided. There were two staircases in that house, and it was extremely convenient for him, for the doctors could go up and down one, and Smith and his friend could go up and down the other, and so they had no occasion to meet. They found on their arrival that the case was of this sort. The man's body had been broken. He was ruptured, and his bowels had been punctured in two places. The discharge from the bowels had formed abscesses, and blood poisoning had set in. The man's face had turned green. Two doctors were in attendance, but they saw that the case was beyond their power, so they had telegraphed to London for a great specialist, and when Smith arrived, the doctors were at the railroad station awaiting his arrival. The man was very near death and could not speak. Wigglesworth said to his wife, if you desire, we will anoint him with oil and pray for him. And she said, that is why I sent you. Smith anointed him in the name of the Lord and asked the Lord to raise him up. Apparently there was no change, but that did not deter Smith. As soon as they anointed and prayed for the man, Smith and his friend went down the back staircase and three doctors came up the front staircase. As Smith arrived downstairs, he said to his friend who had come with him, Friend, let me have hold of your hands. They held each other's hands, and Smith said unto him, Look into my face, and let us agree together, according to Matthew 18, 19, that this man should be brought out of this death. They laid the whole matter before God and said, Father, we believe. Then the conflict began. The wife came downstairs to them and said, the doctors have got all their instruments out and they're ready to operate. And Smith said, what? He said, look here, he's your husband. And I tell you this, if those doctors operate on him, he will die. Go back and tell them you cannot allow it. The woman went back upstairs to the doctors and said, give me 10 minutes. They said, we can't afford to. The man is dying, and it is your husband's only chance. She said, I want 10 minutes, and you don't touch his body till I have them. They went downstairs by one staircase, and Smith and his friend went up by the other. Smith said to the woman, this man is your husband, and he cannot speak for himself. It is now time for you to put your whole trust in God and prove him wholly true. You can save him from a thousand doctors, 
But you must stand with God and for God in this critical hour. After that, Smith and his friend came downstairs and the doctors went up. The wife faced those three doctors and said, you shan't touch this man's body. He is my husband. And I am sure that if you operate on him, he will die. But he will live if you don't touch him. Suddenly, the man in the bed spoke. God has done it, he said. They rushed over to the bed and they rolled back the bedclothes and the doctors examined him and all the abscesses were completely cleared away. The nurse cleaned the place where they had been. The doctors could see that the bowels were still open and they said to the wife, we know now that you have great faith and we can see that a real miracle has taken place, but you must let us unite these broken parts and put in silver tubes and we know that your husband will be all right after that and it need not interfere with your faith at all. She said to them, God, has done the first thing, and he will do the rest. No man shall touch him now. And God healed the whole thing. And that man is well and strong today. Do you know by what power that this was done? Smith Wigglesworth said that he would answer in the words of Peter, his name through faith, in his name has made this man strong. The anointing was done in the name of the Lord according to James 5, 14 and 15. And it is written, the Lord shall raise him up. And he provides the double cure. Even if sin has been the cause of the sickness, his word declares, if he has committed sins, they shall be forgiven. I have a great song here. Blessed assurance done by the my girls. Let this power that raised that man up minister to you while this song plays.
let's begin with prayer. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Let the power of my Lord be great. Father, let the power of my Lord be great and grant your people repentance. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God. And I ask this in your son's name, Jesus. Amen. I'm going to begin with a simple testimony, and it's a pretty clear one. Back in 1987, God found a way for my then husband and I to build a house. We had no money, but God performed a miracle. And frankly, we put $15 down on the lot. And the house was built for us. But when it came time to actually build it, to lay the foundation and the the plumbing to get it started, it wouldn't start. It went on for weeks. I would drive up there. It took me about 30 minutes from where I was living to drive up and take a look at the lot. And I would drive up to the lot and it would be empty. There'd be no work done on it, no construction whatsoever. And that went on for several weeks, and I didn't understand why. We had done all the paperwork. They had accepted us, and we had a mortgage ready. Everything was done, but they could not get construction started on the house. I remember I came here. I was at Water of Life Church here for several years, and I went to Dole, and I said something to him about that the construction had not started. And he gave me the the wildest statement. He said, Kathy, he said, do you think the devil's going to give you that house? You know, and I thought there for a moment, and my first reaction was, well, yeah, but no. The devil is your enemy. Did you know that? Did you know you even had an enemy? But he is your enemy. So you know what I did? I got in my car right after that prayer meeting. I drove back to the lot. I parked in front of it. I didn't even get out of the car. I prayed, and this is what I prayed. I said, I break the devil's power over this house. I break the devil's power over this house in Jesus' name. And I went on like that for about five minutes. And then I drove away and I went back home. The next day, I drove back out to the lot. And you know what? It was swarming with men. They were digging the foundation. The plumbers were there. The electric was up. The construction trucks were there. The construction had started on the house. I learned a valuable lesson that day. First, the devil is my enemy. The second is the authority in the name of Jesus and what he brought to me. And I want to show you some of that same thing. I want you to turn with me to Luke 4. And I'm going to begin in verse 5. This is Jesus and the devil in the wilderness, in Jesus' temptations. Verse 5, And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to Jesus, look at what the devil said to Jesus, to Jesus. He said, All this power, All this power will I give thee and the glory of them. What was the power? It was the power of all the kingdoms of the world. 
all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. That is from antiquity until the future. All the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said, all this power will I give you, Jesus, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me. The devil had all that power. He said, and to whomsoever I will, I'll give it. If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. He offered Jesus all that power. How could he offer Jesus all that power? Because the devil had that power. It was given to him by Adam. It was given to him by Adam. So right here, the devil had all the power of all the kingdoms, and Jesus saw it in a moment of time. Now, what happened after that? What happened after that? Let's go to Matthew 28, 18. Matthew 28, 18. Now, what happened after Jesus came out of the wilderness? He walked in the power of the Spirit, and then he went to the cross. He was crucified, and then he was buried, and then he was raised again. He was crucified, all our sin on him, all our perversities, our rebellions, our iniquity on him, all our sicknesses on him, all our pain on him, all our poverty, the chastisement of our peace on that body, on the body of Jesus. And then Jesus went to hell. He went to hell and paid for our sins. And three days later, the father was satisfied and Jesus was raised from the dead. Jesus was raised from the dead. Do you know Jesus couldn't have come out of hell unless he had overcome death and the grave? He could not have come out of hell unless he had overcome hell. He had overcome death. He had overcome the grave. He couldn't have gotten out. Let's turn to, let's turn to Psalm 22. I didn't have this plan, but I see we need to look at this. It says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and the words of my roaring? Oh, my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not in the night season and am not silent. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Verse 11, be not far from me, for trouble is near. For there is none to help. Many bulls have compassed me. Strong bulls of Bashan have beset me around. They gaped upon me with their mouths as a raving and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. It says, my strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaveth to my jaws. And thou hast brought me into the dust of death. It says, I might tell all my bones, they look and stare at me. They said, for dogs have compassed me. The assembly of the wicked have enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. This is Jesus on the cross. This is Jesus paying for our sin. Notice the first verse. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Now, let's go to Psalm 88. Verse 1. O Lord God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before thee. Let my prayer come before thee, incline thine ear into my cry. For my soul is full of troubles, and my life draw nigh unto the grave. I am counted with them that go down to the pit. I am as a man that has no strength, free among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, whom thou rememberest no more. They are cut off from thine hand. 
Thou hast laid me in the lowest pit, in darkness, in the deeps. That is hell. Thy wrath lieth hard on me. Thou hast afflicted me with all thy ways. It says, Thou hast put away mine acquaintance from me. Thou hast made me an abomination unto them. And look at this next verse. I am shut up and I cannot come forth. Amen. He could not get out of hell because he, had, he did not have the power over the devil yet. Amen. Yet. He couldn't come out, but he cried unto the Father. And you know what happened? Do you know what happened? Let's turn to Psalm 18. I'm going to read from verse 16. No, let's do 15. Then the channels of waters are seen. The foundations of the world were rebuked, were discovered at thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. And this is God the Father. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. The Father delivered Jesus out of hell. And you know what happened when he delivered out Jesus out of hell? Jesus overcame death. He overcame hell. And he overcame the grave. And then look what Jesus says next. Let's go to Matthew 28. Matthew 28. I'm going to begin in verse 16. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee unto a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, look at this next, this next sentence. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Look at the word all. Look at the word all. All power has been given unto me in heaven and earth. He, before this, the devil had the power. Now look who has the power. When Jesus was in hell, the devil had the power. Now look who has the power. Now look who has all power. All power. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All power. That is power over everything. We have a verse in the Bible that says, Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We have a verse that says that um, every knee bows. Things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth. With the name of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus has all power. Let's take a look at one more verse. This is Colossians 2.13. Let's begin in verse 11. And you who are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands... And putting out the body of sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, where also you are risen with him. We are risen with Jesus when he came out of that grave. With the, through the faith of the operation of God who has raised him from the dead. And look at verse 14, I mean 15. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Jesus triumphed over the devil coming out, of that, coming out of that grave. And you know what? That same Jesus that said, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth is in you. Thank God. 
is in you if you are born again. That's why I could break the devil's power over that house, and that house had to be built. Why? Because all power was given unto Jesus when Jesus was raised from the dead. Have a great song here. This will minister that power to you, Alpha and Omega, done by Terry, the Browns, and Paul Peters.
the name of Jesus. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the musicians from Water of Life Church. She'd love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at Kathy, K-A-T-H-I-E, at KathyDavidsonWOL.com. That's W-O-L for Water of Life. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, P.O. Box 861327, Plano, Texas, 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kathydavidsonwl.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.